everyone. This is Leslie Keith, President of the Board of Directors at the Lipedema Project and Director of Research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from an interview with Heather Carrington from our Lipedema Worldwide Summit in 2016. Heather lives in New Zealand and she has lipedema. In this excerpt, she shares her lifelong struggle with weight and how she finally found answers when she saw Catherine Sayo's documentary, The Disease They Call Fat. It feels like it's been an incredibly long road with this whole body thing and food and diet and all the struggles that I've been through with trying to figure out what the heck was going on with me. When I was about five years old, my mum put me on a diet because I'd come home from school and said, you know, kids at school had called me Fat Albert and I've always had chubby cheeks and that kind of thing. But pretty much from that point on, my whole life has been trying to figure out why everything that I've done to lose weight hasn't really worked for me. And I remember my mum saying, overhearing my mum speaking to one of her friends and saying, I just don't know what to do. This is the only kid I know that can get fat eating vegetables. And it seems seems to have been the story of my life since. But most of my uh, younger life, I was always conscious of food and I was active and tried to make sure that I could try and keep on top of, you know, getting bigger than other people. And for the most part, I did that. I ran a lot. I enjoyed cross country. And I've always had an incredibly good, healthy, vegetable-based diet. And so it just seemed so odd for me to be the only person in my, well, not the only person, but, you know, in the larger group of my friends and, you know, my schooling and things that really had to try hard with, with weight loss and that kind of thing from a young age. And mostly that sort of mainly happened after puberty and I I couldn't figure out, even when I lost weight, why I still had these kind of lumpy bits on my knees and, and, you know, thighs that rubbed together and it didn't seem to matter how much weight I lost, I couldn't get rid of those. And then over time I thought, well, I'm nearly 40 now, (laughs) coming up to the big 4-0 and I thought, well, if I don't lose weight now, I'm never ever going to do it and so... On January of 2015, I said, right, I don't care what happens, I'm going to diet until I hit this you know, number that I had in mind. I'm going to train nonstop. And so I had it all planned out and I spent the first two weeks of this big plan and I lost six kilos in two weeks, which is you know, quite a lot of weight really. And I thought, great, I'm on my track, I've got another 80 kilos to go. And so I kept going. And in the next two weeks, when I weighed myself again, I'd not lost anything. So I'd gone six kilos, nothing. And I thought, okay, don't get freaked out. It's just a plateau. Keep going. So I didn't change a single thing in my diet. In fact, you know, I exercised even more. And the next following two weeks, I had actually put on all the weight that I had lost. And I had not changed my diet. You know, I'd been so strict. And I thought, this is insane. <laughs> I thought, no, don't give up. It's going to be fine. You can do it. And then the next two-week interval that I weighed myself, I had gained six kilos on top <laughs> of what I was trying to lose. So I was actually six kilos heavier than when I started. And this is, you know, now close to two months of rigorous exercise really stringent dieting and it was blowing my mind how is this possible this doesn't add up you know the whole idea of you know just exercise more and eat less I couldn't have done it any further than that and I just wasn't winning and it was come kind of close to that time that I thought 
I don't know what I'm going to do. It's awful to feel out of control. And no matter what you do, you can't stop your body from growing. And, you know, doctors don't understand. And everywhere you go, they just tell you it's just you or they tell you that, you know, you're sneak eating or that, you know, maybe you should be a bit more honest and, you know, maybe you should try harder and all <laughs> all these other things. And you know, you know in the inside that you're not doing anything wrong, you know. I need a positive injection to try and say, well, look, if I can't change this, how am I going to learn to love myself as I am? Because it seems to be out of my hands. And very, very luckily for me, amongst some of the sites that I was looking at, I came across an article that was talking about lipedema and, you know, the whole idea of, you know, you no know, matter how hard you try to diet, are you still gaining weight, particularly in your legs? And, you know, for me, it was my legs and my upper arms. And my, you know, my bottom and my, you know, upper thighs and that kind of thing. And it had a link to the disease they call fat documentary. And I clicked on that with some serious gusto because it was already almost instantaneous. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, could this actually be it? Like, is there an answer to what is happening to me? And, you know, I watched this film and I cried a lot through it. <laughs> and, you know, for... The first time I got to actually show some of my friends who had been trying to work, you know, had been trying to help me and trying to work out why I couldn't lose this weight. And, you know, and some of them believed me, some of them didn't, but I was able to actually show them the film and, you know, they became even stronger supporters of me, which has been wonderful. My parents who had, you know, given me some pretty seriously difficult times with my weight and, you know, being the biggest person in my family and, you know, just feeling like the odd one out, to have them watch that film and finally, I don't know, I finally felt like someone else had told them that it was not my fault, not just me going, listen, I'm, you know, trying the hardest I can and, and them always having that little doubt in their mind that, yeah, right, you know, it's impossible. You cannot look like you do and not have a problem with eating or being sedentary. And, you know, there comes to a point where you can only show people so much, you know, and you're giving out, you know. And so for me, that was like an incredible relief to finally have someone else say, it's not my fault, because no doctor had ever done that for me. Thank you, Heather. What an incredible story. And thank you for sharing part of your journey with us. And thank you to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement just to let you know our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplify.org and be sure to click the link to get more information.
and we'll see you there. <laughs>